Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Davis, director of the Ohio Department of Developmental Disabilities. Welcome again, I hope, to our regular podcasts. We have today someone I'm very happy about his willingness to join us, and that is Mark Schlater. Mark is the CEO of Towards Independence in Greene County, Hamilton County, Montgomery County. Did I miss? Um, yeah, I've got a couple uh, others. Jeff, we got Miami County, Dark and Butler County as well. We're in six Absolutely. Ohio counties. So how many individuals do you, do you support overall? Uh, we, you know, Obviously, that number varies, but right now about 225 individuals in our six counties. So, so you provide ICF services, home and community-based waiver services, adult day. And we also uh, provide non-medical transportation. We've got a, a relationship with the Miami Valley Regional Planning Commission in Dayton, Ohio, Montgomery County, and a partnership with the RTA. So we're one of their pr principal uh, uh, providers, and they call on us. And uh, we've been fortunate enough to get uh, vehicle grants through the Miami Valley Regional Planning Commission, which has been real good about getting gr accessible vehicles and uh, getting routes established throughout Montgomery County. Tell us a little bit. Tell us a little about your history. Oh, wow. Uh, well, I, I actually started while I was in college. I answered a uh, call and uh, or an ad at this time in a paper, and I actually lived in a group home, um, was a single, what they called a house parent back in 1980, and uh, actually lived in the home and took care of eight individuals uh, with, you know, eight guys, and uh, was pretty much the house parent, as they called it. That, and I did that for a year and a half while I was in college, and when I graduated, um, they offered me a position full-time. And I thought I was in heaven from that standpoint because I got a job. So, and I started full time in June of 1980. So, and I've been in, in this field ever since. So, yeah, I started out with a DSP and kind of worked my way through it. And I worked 28 years with uh, um, CRSI out of Urbana, Ohio. So, that's really where I grew up in the company. You sure did. Mark, to those that don't know, and I have to imagine most that listen do, Mark has been a tireless proponent of DSPs statewide in awareness for DSPs and compensation for DSPs and just an inherent respect for the position as a whole. So I'm going to open that up to you, Mark, and just, just take us on that journey with you. Well, obviously, as I just mentioned, I started as a DSP, so I feel like I really get it and I understand the stresses that come with that job. Um, the, re the reality is it's a uh, it's an evening, you know, throughout the evening, majority of the time and weekends, uh, you're there on holidays. It's basically really difficult hours all the time. And obviously the pay is not what it should be. Um, um, fortunate, most recently, we're starting to see some movement towards uh, increasing the overall uh, salary caps and salaries for DSPs, which is great. We're probably, obviously everybody knows we're not there yet, but every little bit does help. So take us on a journey you know, with you as CEO through towards independence on, on ways in which you've worked on your inherent culture and showing the respect. And then we can talk a little bit about your efforts statewide. Sure. Well, I think, sure. I think um, from even my role as a CEO, I think I'm very grounded in understanding and understanding and have a very sensitive ear to, uh, you know, uh, someone with the DS, as a DSP and the role they provide. Um, I, I tell people and they understand it. And I tell my business office this. I tell my, you know, uh, administrative staff, you know, the people closest to the individuals are the most important to us or to our organization. And we've got to keep that as the forefront of everything we do. 
um, without them, the system just crashes. I mean, the reality is our DSPs are there and they're, they're the, um, their connection. That's, you know, I say that's where the magic happens. So here at Toward Independence, we do a lot of things um, from anniversary breakfast. Uh, we do um, recently with the COVID-19, let's face it, you know, everybody knows this, it's changed our world. Um, but we've tried to give gift baskets out to our, all the homes. Um, we try to be very appreciative and let DSPs understand how, uh, how we know that they're out there. They are the true heroes in our field, and we want to make sure they know that. So communication, constant communication. Um, we do a weekly message um, uh, to all our employees. So uh, we involve our DSPs. We make sure there's good communication to them good open door policy procedures here in this agency. So, um, you know, we involve them in many ways throughout our agency and, and making sure we hear them. Uh, we've got to keep, um, we got to keep our ears open and we got to respond to their needs. You know, the virus, this virus environment is certainly added to overall community fatigue across the country. I'm sure really across the planet. Uh, how do you see that playing out for our DSPs? You know, um, my God, it seems like in a lifetime ago, but and it's still going on. Uh, you know, back in March, um, sadly, um, our agency was hit pretty hard down in Hamilton County. We had multiple clients, individuals. One day, and this is where we learned. I mean, you have to put yourself back to March of uh, obviously 2020, and everybody was still trying to figure out what this thing's about, and didn't have answers, and didn't have idea, you know, didn't have a plan. It's just as simple as that. And what we were finding out that this thing's the real deal for our homes in Hamilton County, um, within literally a day, we had four or five people um, develop fevers. And within 24 hours, two of those uh, were in a hospital on ventilators. And the, I think four or five actually other individuals went to a hospital and they were in for about a week or so and came back home. Uh, sadly, those two individuals that um, were on a vent stayed on the vent for over 30 days. Um, one died in the hospital, the other was transferred to a nursing home and then um, developed pneumonia about 30 days later and passed. So it's a wake up call. And you have to, re again, remember our DSPs, they form that relationship um, with, our, with the individuals they serve. And I think I can't, again, thank them enough for everything they're doing because that long-term tenure with the, you know, with our clients and the DSPs that forms that relationship, it just does become a family. So, um, you know, I said, I think our staff and at that time back in March, they were living the mission. You know, this is what we're here for. So many just said, hey, I'm not going home. I'm going to, you know, even though we had positive cases, um, I think out of all our employees in Hamilton County, we only had one employee say, hey, I can't come in. I just, I'm concerned about my own personal health. And that's fine. That's fine. They have that, we have that respect for that. So we, conti we continue to be very vigilant about what we do each day because lives are at stake. It did hit you so early, Mark, and so hard. I remember. And, and it was so early that we had, you and we had to make decisions, you know, at the moment. And how we do that. Right. It's, I think one of the early on, I think the big question was, what do you do with someone who's positive coming from the hospital back into the home? And one of the things we mentioned is our employees um, would we, we kind of like a shelter in place mentality. And I still think that's the right message today 
because if you do the right and we, and we've learned, you know, now we're seven, eight months from that. Um, we did not have any additional spread after we implement all the preventative strategies and proper PPEs and, and all the infection control processes. Um, we didn't have any further spread of the virus itself. So I think we did what we needed to do to, to handle or tackle that situation. But we talked about shelter in place because if people or employees were exposed to the virus and then went home to be quarantined for 10 or 14 days, the reality is somebody's got to take care of the individuals. So I'm bringing a whole new group of employees, which I don't have, by the way, um, to replace the people that just left, and that was the recommendation by the Hamilton County Board, or not the board, I'm sorry, Hamilton County um, Health Department. Um, we just said we can't do it. So we kind of sheltered in place, and um, again, we controlled the virus um, through aggressive steps, um, and um, I think it, overall it came out well for us um, from a standpoint of additional spread. And we did not have any other cases of any other clients in our six counties. So that was a, that was a positive thing as well. It is remarkable. You know, we see it statewide. It's remarkable, the commitment, the dedication, the passion and the sacrifice on the part of so many of our DSPs throughout this environment. You, you just really can't say that enough. But maybe that's a good move towards uh, our segue into sort of your vision and the next steps of how we recruit and retain, you know, a DSP workforce statewide? You know, um, if, if there's not a, you know, we've always talked about, and, you know, from the Bridge to Equality rally in Columbus um, two years ago um, to our fight to um, recognize the effort of our DSPs, if there's never been a moment to pause and really reflect on, wow, how important that role of the DSP is when you look at the COVID-19 pandemic as a worldwide pandemic, and our DSPs are showing up every day. Um, that to me, if there's no, no other point to be made, we need to make that point today that that just emphasizes the importance of their role in what they do. And it's it's selfish. I mean, it's selfless from the standpoint of what they do. They, they're there for our individuals. Um, they fight each day to make sure they have what they need. So I'm gonna continue to fight for them as well. Um, so one of the things that I push forward is, is is awareness, and I talk about this all the time. I know there's never going to be enough money in the system to really truly pay all the DSPs everything they're worth uh, in the effort they put forth every day, but we'll keep pushing that for our state legislators. We'll keep pushing our state budgets the best we can, but everybody, I think, in the state of Ohio has a role for awareness, and what I mean by awareness is just talk about the role of the DSP. Make people aware that the job exists. Um, uh, prior, I've, I've said this story before. I'm old, so I can talk about a guy by the name of Charlie Grunkemeyer. He was in charge of state licensing clear back in the 1980s. In the early 80s, Charlie Grunkemeyer made the decision that, hey, we can't have signs. There used to be signs in group homes. So it would, you, the signage would say, you know, mental retardation or group home or what home it was, whether it was a street home, and it would be right in the front yard. But that was more like a business than a home. And Charlie made the point that, hey, it's their home. We don't want to broadcast that that, that home is actually there. I 100% agree then, and I agree today. We shouldn't do. We shouldn't have home, excuse signage in the front yards of every group home in Ohio. Agree. But essentially, what that did and what we wanted was 
group homes to seamlessly be part of our community and our neighborhoods. And we and, and, and I applaud everybody across Ohio. It worked. We did that. But they also disappeared. Because if you drive down the street, you can see a hospital. You can see nursing homes. If you see those businesses, you see jobs. You see opportunity for employment. Our homes are blended into the community, which is great, but they've disappeared. And so people don't think about a DSP uh, or don't even know what they do, what they do. So that's why awareness is a key piece for me. We can all talk about it. Um, recently, um, when DSP Appreciation Week happened, as you can probably hear, I got a squad going by. Um, but recently, downtown Xenia uh, worked with us, and we put a banner across downtown Xenia to uh, recognize the DSP Appreciation Week. But I, my thought on that was, I hope a 1,000 cars a week drive under that banner and ask one question, what's a DSP? And then seek to find that out. So that's why I talk about awareness. Every, it, it, everybody has that ownership to awareness. I don't care if you, you know, in the county board level, businesses, if you meet somebody, talk about the position, let them know that it's out there. And uh, we got to keep doing that because uh, the shortage is real. And in this pandemic, um, you think about it, Jeff, we've increased 25% um, uh, increase on our hours because those six hours a day or um, uh, 20, yeah, 20% or six hours a day, um, we're picking up from the county where the day habs are closed. So we've had to add those additional hours in. So um, it's it's a big issue for us. And uh, we got to find more DSPs, and the only way we can do it is keep talking about it until everybody, most people understand what a DSP is and, and what that job's about. Yeah, I, I think you're spot on. Obviously, you've hit hit the point, the center point. Uh, it is a, it's all parts, not just our system. I mean, we started to have these conversations internally to the administration, the governor's administration, and different things. It is. And it, it, it does apply outside of our system and other human service systems where there are direct supports. Is there anything we missed, Mark, that you want to hit on? Uh, no, I just, again, I appreciate the, obviously, the DSPs. And, you know, I always want to say when you when you focus on one segment of, um, of a job or, excuse me, or, or an organization, you I focus on DSPs quite often because, you know, that's where the that's where the magic happens. But the reality is there's a lot of people and I'll, you know, say thank you to, you know, from maintenance to bus drivers to, you know, nurses, everybody across the board. It takes, you know, our business offices, you know, I got a sign in my office, you know, there's a business behind the mission. If the business fails, the mission fails. So, yes, the business is important. We've got to run a good business um, to keep that mission moving forward. So, but yeah, it takes everybody to run a good, good organization, but key the, the key links are our DSPs. Mark Schlater, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. As always, you are a tireless advocate, and I am genuinely appreciative. Thank you. I appreciate it.